0: Hello and welcome everybody to episode 116 or thereabouts of the formerly known as Blind Run Gaming Podcast and now rebranded Son of a Tech Podcast. And while the name of the channel is Son of a Tech, the topic is gaming and joining me as always is my co-host, Arang. Hello, hello. I think I nailed that one. I'm just (laughs) saying.
1: I think we're a week, maybe two off from... uh... Stopping the whole rebrand and just call it the Son of the Tech Podcast instead of calling it the Blind Red Gaming, or formerly known as blah 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 blah. It blah, will, blah, blah,
0: blah. and then I'll have to come up with a new intro. But you're going to give me that for today, so yeah, we're golden. Sure. Um, so this week we're going to talk about the games we played. Oh no! Oh, oh no. no! What's wrong? I was just going to see if you could jump into news topics, but we didn't discuss that beforehand. So no, and then uh, we have,
1: <laughs> as usual, news topics from this week in gaming, including Sombra is Doomfist's
0: hard counter, apparently.
1: Uh, Anthem lead designer passes away,
0: and we have a follow up uh, from last week: the Pokemon Go uh, European events are apparently canceled. We'll talk about that a little bit.
1: RX Vega price and specs announced.
0: And of course, we have more AMD news. So this is probably out of the, we usually stick to gaming, but we are going to talk about this because it's probably the biggest thing on, on the planet going on right now. But as well, we have a, an eight core variant of Threadripper announced, which I'm super interested in personally, but we'll talk about that more later. And then we also have the game releases of the week. They are not very many. So yeah,
1: it's the probably one of the shortest lists we've ever had for that.
0: I was looking at it and I could have put a whole bunch of re-releases or expansions or like rebrands uh, like on there but I was like that seems completely useless for the audience. So that's okay. We have plenty of news topics this week. We are not short on them. So uh, what, what 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 have you been playing this week? What 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 what, what?
1: what, what? I've been I've been playing uh, World of Warcraft as usual. Uh, a little later on World of Warcraft lately. Okay. I don't know if it's that I've just not been into it as much, or it's just that outside of actual like raid nights with the guild that I'm in, I mm. don't have a lot that I could do that actually like benefits me. So it's like busy work that doesn't really net me anything, or play another game. So, so I've been. What have I, you been supplementing? I supplemented with trying to get back into XCOM 2, which is frustrating as shit.
0: So that game's hard
1: right (laughs) yeah it's stupid hard like i'm i'm doing the whole cheat save before the mission and only and reload if like you f up the mission royally yeah i'm still having like massive issues with (laughs) the uh avatar project is what you're trying to you know you're up against a clock on yeah i'm not doing well against that clock (laughs) (laughs) no that uh that that, that game's
0: hard. That's yeah. all I can really say about it from what I remember. And now I don't you... like I don't even think I started playing the second one to be honest with you. I think I played the the beta of it and I was like I already can't beat one. I mean it's one. the same but game. Still it's just a different story one.
1: with like slightly they add a few hero types and that's okay. about it.
0: So, if I can't beat the first one, I'm not going to beat the second one. No, it's harder. The second <laughs> one is far harder.
1: Like I'm on I'm on like the second difficulty like not the easiest just yeah like one one step higher and it's still f- fucking stupid hard
0: i put i put all my games on casual now i it might, dead. i
1: honestly might start doing that i'm it like might I just, more w- enjoyable.
0: i'm running out of time to play games so like right. sitting there getting my ass kicked over and over again yeah. is just like not conducive to like yeah. in my enjoyment right now I, I do take that back. Like, I can't do, like, bayonet on casual because it just takes away all the combos and it does, like, easy mode. Right. And so if I do that, the game becomes way too easy and not fun. Right. Because right. You, you still need to be able to, like, actually I, I feel like you tune it. Buttons. You tune
1: it for each, each game that you play. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's part of the reason that I like World of Warcraft is because it's relatively easy. <laughs> it's just this.
0: Yeah. Just, it's just grind. If you can grind, you can play WoW. Right. Yeah. Um, I played, so we talked about uh, Pyre last week. Yep. And Pyre is not, it is not a turn-based strategy game. It no. is a 3v3. Don't know. <laughs> it's a, so essentially it's 3v3. There is a Pyre or the goals at each end of the map and yep. you have characters or rpg characters meaning by that i mean you can upgrade them level them up choose pick and choose uh different characters before you go into battle with different strengths like tanks and runners and healers and you know snipers and shit like that so it gets really cool but it is like a real time but you can switch between the three players at any time you can pass the ball you can throw the ball into the pyre or you can run it in. There's different points depending on how you do that. And then it has this whole storyline going along with it. And probably one of the best soundtracks of the year, in my opinion, so far, uh, is definitely in that game. Which is not a surprise because you're talking about Banished and Transistor. So soundtrack-wise, I knew it was going to be good. Right. Um, it, it was kind of like... So it's
1: like a, it's a fucked up... RPG meets uh, Rocket League? Yeah,
0: I guess, yeah. You're just taking a ball and throwing it into a goal. You can, so you press, you press, anytime you have the ball, you yeah. can't kill anybody. Like, you can't, like, you essentially will die. So if there's right. an aura around each player, and depending on what kind of player or class it is, the aura is bigger or smaller, right? And the aura. Uh, if it touches you when you have the ball, you die. And so you kind of want to play this weird, like, catch and, you know, pass and catch game. Like, a, and try keep not. Away. Yeah, keep away, essentially. Right. But you can also, uh, like, shoot. So if you hold B, which if you have the ball and you hold B, it preps it to throw it, right, uh, into the goal. And then you can pass with, I think it's like Y. But if you hold B and you don't have the ball, you can shoot someone, and even if they have their aura around them and they don't have the ball, you'll kill them. So those are like the three. And ways then they to have like
1: it. a ten respawn ten second respawn. So timer the or respawn
0: something. is also part of the RPG. So the more you level up, some players have a shorter respawn. You can also get a shorter respawn depending on how many knockouts you've had, or if you've scored, and so there's different. Just depends on how you build your team, right? So that's the neat part about it. I haven't played the multiplayer. There apparently is a little bit of a multiplayer, or like I mean, a it sounds like it's perfectly thing.
1: set up for a multiplayer.
0: Yeah, so I, I do want to check that out. I think it's a great game. I mean, one of the things I like about what that team does is they create games that are not just cookie cutter all the time. Like usually a studio will do what they do best and just keep doing that. And I like how this is completely different than, I mean, like, Banished or Transistor. I can't,
1: I can't think of a, another studio that would do something RPG for Rocket League. So,
0: Yeah, yeah, so there you
1: go. <laughs> to overly simplify it to That's a point to like that they're... Winning. And then winning. If, if any of their designers are watching this, they're probably choking just a little bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I watched or I played Vanquish as well, which is an old PlayStation 2 game or PlayStation 3 game. And it re-released on PC at 60 FPS and 4K. Now, it, it uh, the, the benefit is the PlayStation version was dropping below 30 FPS all the time. So right. having a version that's playable is the first time I've played it. And it is a lot of fun. There are, the mechanics are pretty straightforward. It's a mix of Gears of War and Metal Gear Solid, pretty much. So it's a third person cover based shooter. Oh, and Max Payne with a bullet time. So it has, Crazy. okay. yeah, it is very fast paced, but you can use it as a cover base shooter. So it has enough variance in mechanics that you can kind of play however you like, which right. I find neat. And so sometimes I get bored and I run out and I try to, you know, do the bullet time mixed with like sliding around the map a whole bunch. And that's cool. There is no jump button, which is kind of annoying but uh so i it it funnels you in a very linear
1: path every every time there's a game that doesn't have jumping i think of the movie the invention of lying i don't know if you saw that movie but Uh -uh, it was a fantastic movie with uh ricky gervais i don't know if you're familiar with him but essentially it's this world where lying doesn't exist and he eventually tells something that's not true and becomes a all-star because of it so whenever somebody can't jump it's like it did like this whole like society go and develop and nobody thought that they could go and you know springboard off their feet to go and you know nobody elevation figure
0: out how to jump so it yeah. just nobody jumps yeah, and it's funny because they have like jetpacks. So like in the damn game, there's like some characters and enemies that have jetpacks and are flying around. And you're like, this is totally not fucking fair. I can't even <laughs> jump over a wall. Like, Yeah, this guy can, can jetpack over it. You can jump over the wall, but you have to attach to it first and then vault. So it's not even a jump. It's a <laughs> vault. And only okay. certain objects can you vault over, right? So that's my I mean, biggest Maybe it's a Maybe it's game.
1: a gravity thing. The gravity is like 10 times the way, higher way, Yeah, the so shit. you
0: have to push over it. So, I mean, in that case, though, I am a fucking space marine. I would go into battle with a jetpack at that point because I'm a fucking right. space marine. Like, if the gravity's that bad, I'm going to be like, look, we need jetpacks. I'm not going into battle <laughs> without a fucking jetpack. All right, bro? Right. Um, <laughs> and if they're like, no, I'd be like, well, that's fine. I will sit here on this ship and not go anywhere. But the end of the world fuck your end of the world it's you're an, not giving me a jetpack. we're in space there's tons of fucking worlds at this point what's so special about this one i need a jet pack god damn it so uh, that's that is uh that game wrapped up in a nice tiny bubble now i did go to a land event this weekend i'm super fucking tired from it i got i picked up a little cold so if i start hacking it up. I'll try to cut it out of the podcast, and I apologize in advance to uh, Slangering's ears, but um, I built a custom PC for it, so I will link the video. You guys probably have seen it. I released the video last night of the build. There's pictures going up all over, and it will be featured in CPU Magazine in a couple months. So it got third place in the PC mod contest. It is featuring the Frontier Edition Vega GPU. So I'm super stoked about that uh, kind of no. Did you
1: have to like? You you still have that PC and you can like sell it or something or use I it? I could. Whatever, right? I
0: can use it or sell. It's right. It's right there. right
1: there. Remember, I can't see your video. Yeah,
0: but I'm pointing to you, it for the you, people on YouTube. You punk. Yeah. <laughs> So people on the podcast you can't see it either. And if you are on the podcast and you want are you curious what we look like, we would we do have a video on YouTube. And vice versa or vice versa. I don't know why I say that wrong all the time. Vice versa, if you're on YouTube and Education. you're sick of looking at that Texas thing, yeah. And if you're sick of looking at our ugly mugs, go check out the podcast on Stitcher and iTunes. And while I'm at it, make sure you rate the podcast because the podcast doesn't have enough ratings to really get anywhere in iTunes. So that'd be super sweet. If I doubt or on Stitcher too, actually, just do Stitcher because I can pretty much almost guarantee we have zero listeners on iTunes at this point <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think iTunes exists in our market at this point I don't know that that's no. a in the realm of <laughs> our existence there's that one guy that's been listening to it since 2012 that really enjoys it on his
1: last week he was iPod. like what the fuck there's a new <laughs> there's blind a new gaming episode. podcast what is this son of a tech thing <laughs> don't worry I felt the same way
0: we apologize. We apologize. Uh, no, so out there, I actually finished the build out there. I did the liquid cooling in my little in my little cube or on my in my spot for BYOC. I spilled uh, I spilled yellow dyed fluid all over, <coughs> only once. Yeah, and everyone was super cool, so I didn't get in trouble. Uh, I got beat out by V1 Tech, who is a A laser cutter special modder out of Dallas, and I lost to uh, a guy that built a uh, fish tank computer, but like with all liquid cooling, and then had fish, fish, real fish swimming in it. So I can say that. Yeah. So I'll I'll link to him to you later too. He his he's pretty cool. Um, but I I I lost. Uh, my loss was justified. I will put it that way. I, I deserve to. I deserve the third place. Uh, right. By far. I I. There's no no doubts about that in my mind. As soon as you see a fish tank, you're like, well, fuck me. He even had glowing fish with UV lights. <laughs> at that point burnt um yeah I'm
1: still i'm I saw some pictures of your build and it's it's impressive and looks pretty and all that but I'm still I want to never see my pc I want an invisible box that is super powerful like if i if I had space in my room to go and and build like a server closet and have my pc in there and never have to see it i would do that but i don't really have the space for that
0: i want to get as close to never hearing a pc again and then i'll worry about never seeing it does that make sense
1: never hearing is more advent i mean i have a me. silent i have a silent build right now so yeah you just I mean, need
0: the i think so the i think thermal
1: what thermal takes suppressor that's the case i have I think. yeah that I remember really that, yeah. Absolutely kill sounds. And like, yeah, I I, I, have the I don't know, I F-31. agree with
0: you, but then there's this weird kind of like e of wanting to do a sick build and take it to a LAN event, right? Like,
1: <laughs> there, I it's the... Get it, but I don't at the same time. It's just
0: like, I want to go build one that looks super cool and show it off at a LAN event and then probably right. honestly never play on it again because that's what i do i'm a tech tuber i move on to the next build pretty much as soon as i'm done with the other build that is how i work and you never use it you never actually play video games. like i benchmarked i played rocket league for about six hours and then i played uh fucking a little bit of call of duty and then i played something else i can't remember mainly rocket league though I mean, I built a PC with a $1,000 GPU and played Rocket League. <laughs> there you go. So that was my weekend. It was fun, though. Uh, news topics. How about we do that? How about we do it? Do you want to start? Yes, You, sure. you are, you are uh, probably more up to date. I did play two matches of Overwatch this weekend. I didn't so play Doomfist. Th- I played against him, though. So, right, he's going to be in
1: every match. It's just going to be one of those things that for the next you know week or two, there are going everybody's to be, going to be two of him in every match. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, one most likely. Team. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Doomfist <laughs> is a new character in Overwatch. He came out this past week, and he's kind of a, a tanky hero and apparently, and this is in an article that are, is going to be in the show notes, Sombra is supposed to be Doomfist's hard counter, which is kind of fun, because Sombra is one of the heroes I like to play a lot.
0: Yeah, so I guess you'll be you'll be off to the races. Now, what is, and I was curious, what, what are, because I forgot, what are Sombra's, like, main abilities? Because here, like, basically, Doomfist is supposed to be a beefier Genji, and I haven't played him yet, so I'm not sure about that. But that's I'm... so.
1: Yeah, I, I don't I haven't played Doomfest yet either, so I don't have the full uh, idea of what his loadout is. But um, Sombra has a couple things. First of all, she she's a hacker, and what she'll do is if you go and target a player and right right click, I think it's either right click or whatever it is that you use a special ability, not the shoot, not the fire. Okay. You can hack them, and if they don't, if you don't get attacked during the cast time you can go and make it such that they are shut down from using special abilities they can still shoot they just can't use any of their special abilities for and essentially it sounds like
0: like to me he's a very combo heavy player that has a weak primary weapon so if you shut down his if you shut down his abilities you pretty much stop him in his tracks because he can't he and it looks like his main weapon only has a range of 15 meters which is pretty yep. short so yeah, no it's it's
1: a lot like winston is and so we have another tank that has very short range but very powerful but he doesn't even pop up
0: range. on tank when i was, went went the selection he was over on damage so that was kind of interesting
1: huh more of a brawler than than a tank mm-hmm. i assumed the... he was going to be a tank based off of yeah he's not he's on animations. the left well
0: it, at least in the character selection and maybe that'll change they'll move him around who knows depending on how people start playing with him right
1: well it's all dependent on their, his ability so if he doesn't have tank abilities then he's going to stay as damaged
0: well he has so. a, an ability that does gives him 400 health a shield that gives him plus 400 health uh um, that's not a lot at all isn't that a weird thing to waste an ability on that seems odd to
1: me because it doesn't i mean seem it depends on much, the cooldown
0: right? yeah i guess if it's fast and you're just in pop it pop it just to get in like your combo pop back out it's, it's also that's that, the way that, he's played. that
1: health is based on how much damage you've done to enemies apparently
0: oh okay so it's a it's a stack it's a stack so you want to be building stacks like you would in like right. a typical moba or something like that cool well and i'm sure people in the comments can let us know more about them i'm sure people have
1: already played yeah, it absolutely probably like, what the living fuck out nothing about sombra no <laughs> so that's the so way you way hack it. and then you can teleport and you can hack health kits so you kind of uh, weave in and out of it's it's like tracer only different
0: yeah huh i don't know if i really like that but i need to play him i guess before i can definitively say what i do and do not like just like when i talk about using vega <laughs> what's what's next
1: uh Corey gasper one of the developers for anthem has passed away and he was pretty young too.
0: And Anthem's not even out yet. To give you guys an idea, other games that he worked on was Sonic Chronicles, uh, Dragon Age Origins, Mass Effect two and three. So, so he had he had a couple good games in there, and probably is one of the most hated people in the, on planet Earth for Mass Effect three. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. Well, I guess respect, condolences sorry for the bad taste in jokes there but uh, <laughs> uh, uh anthem super highly anticipated this is uh man that must suck dick to not get to celebrate that with someone you've been working on a very highly anticipated game with because it has. I, I wonder
1: yet. what happened like he, yeah he looks i could younger
0: i couldn't find it it's one of
1: those things that we might have to wait a little bit because I literally happened – or they posted that today. That so was
0: today, and I actually took out – I dropped another topic to bring this up. So, um, And I couldn't find it. This one's actually on the BioWare blog an hour ago for us, and probably by the time you guys see this, maybe about three hours ago or hear this. So that's what we're looking at. I didn't – yeah, I don't see – they it's didn't the announce what might, it was. We might
1: be able to find out more later. But it. I just hope it's not enough, another suicide. That seems to be
0: the popular thing or the trending cause of death. It doesn't seem like that. Oh, you never know anybody. I can't say that. I completely take that back. Don't listen to me.
1: Stop. <laughs> Avoid getting yelled at.
0: Um, but in some more bad news, (laughs) (laughs) the Pokemon Go events in Europe are postponed after a, the debacle in Chicago, essentially, that we talked about last week, which I'll link somewhere above us, the, um, the note or the show for last week. And you can go hear our thoughts on that. We went into more detail on why we think it might be, or bashed him for not preparing better. And it looks like because of that, they're essentially canceling other events that they were planning. Uh, one on the 14th in Japan, is that correct? And one in Amsterdam. Amsterdam on the 12th and Prague on August 5th. So that was. I wonder the, if it's, if it's going to be
1: one of those things where they're going to have to realize that holding events in a specific location isn't going to work and as much as that's probably the best way for them to go and monetize the game nowadays they're going to just have to hold you know worldwide events where you know the the locations are spread out, and you can go to you can go to Chicago, you can go to New York, you can go to Boston, and it's not just one location; it's right. all of that city. That way, you're spreading go, the cell use over the entire city.
0: Go out. We won't tell you where they are, but you know you might get lucky this weekend. Wink, wink. In right. a highly or a dense populous area, right? So yeah, debate. or even
1: the opposite. You know, if you go out into nature, or someplace that Despite being nature has cell coverage. That would be... Uh Yeah. (laughs) Well, that would be
0: cooler, but maybe not practical. Harder
1: to implement.
0: Yeah. How about just go to Central Park?
1: (laughs) Right. Right.
0: Um, Who knows? We'll have to see what happens. But I guess that's a little disappointing, but not the
1: end of the world. RX Vega, Price and specs announced. (sighs) So,
0: Slang, how would you feel about... You know, buying a, another GPU from a competitor of a GTX 1080 that you already own for about the same price, even though you already have the GTX 1080.
1: Uh, well, I guess my number one question is going to be how much better will it perform than my 1080? Nothing. It's exactly the same.
0: So Then, hell no so that's the problem with this launch i just i that's what i want to demonstrate to y'all before we get into oh should you buy amd or nvidia is everybody already bought the fucking 1080 that was going to buy higher end gpus for the year they already bought one this isn't any better and in fact it's so young that the drivers are probably not mature enough but that 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 that's besides the point. The fact is it's gonna be hard to sell a GPU that competes with an already released GPU after that GPU's already been out for over six months, right. it, it just
1: doesn't make sense. You can't unless they're it. drastically competing on either price point or performance and neither one of those things. so it already looks so like, You have three things: you have quality, performance, and price point. And they're gonna fail. They're gonna tie on two and fail on the third because the drivers aren't gonna be as good as NVIDIA's drivers because NVIDIA is six months ahead of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, regard. Yeah, regardless of the arguments that people are gonna come up with, like drivers, right now it's just easier for NVIDIA to be ahead of the game. They have more mature drivers because they've been out longer. So, and and so that's even
1: on that note, I know that. You know, most of the ETH mining is focusing on the low-end cards, but what is the availability of 1080s versus what is going to be the availability of the RX so, Vega? So, like, HBM2... Are you going to jump through hoops to go and get a Vega when you can just get a 1080 there are two... that's sitting on a shelf?
0: Yeah, well, so there are two things. I will notate this. I already tested hash rate on, on this Vega. Pretty bad. Um, HBM2 is not good at mining. So miners aren't going to pick these up. So they will be on the shelves. Uh, that's number one. Number two is that the power consumption is 400 watts at the top end. The recommended power supply is uh, 1,000 watts on the AMD website. What? And we, I don't we're even not have sure. a 1,000 watt in my system. We're not, right we're not sure if this is proper or correct. Everybody's hoping that they mistyped this, but it's been up for almost 24 hours now. So...
1: I only have uh, like an 850 yeah. in my system because that's all I need.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really pushing it, man. That's, that's the, they, they were trying, what I assume happened is they were trying to hit 1080 performance and just had to push that much power to get those chips to be at 1080 performance.
1: So, I wonder what, if they have, like, I wonder if they're losing money on this. And they are cherry picking like I have to assume that they're cherry picking processors to go and the best of the best as far as uh, the cost thermal of H- performance the
0: cost of HBM2 is a lot more than just you know GddR5. I mean they've they've had to put a lot of money just into the memory alone right and it's great memory. I, I mean, the problem is they spent so much time on R&D for that, I think that they might have forgotten about the the processing cores maybe a little bit. Maybe that's what happened. Hmm. Probably did happen. <laughs> um, I don't know. This After Ryzen, this is quite disappointing because Ryzen was one of those... And that and that's the problem. Like, like like rising was super surprising, right? It was like the, the the underdog coming back from behind and just like smacking the shit out of the, you know, the Goliath, and that was cool, right? And so people were hoping that that would happen with the GPU market.
1: Um, and this is a it's a mediocre product, right? It's well, I mean, if it's a ten eighty, the ten eighty is kind of like one of the best things, or at least, at least until the ten eighty. Ti came out the best bang for your buck as far as you know massive performance in a single single, well two slot card.
0: I think from my perspective it's sad because that means that we still only have one 4k option or one one option really for 4k which is the 1080 Ti. I mean that's right if you want to play 4k that's your only option and unfortunately even that you know days X mankind divide is gonna gonna cripple it so that's right. not a. I, I want the. What well, I think I tweeted out the other day. I said I'll be interested in a new GPU when somebody comes out with one that will do Deus Ex Mankind Divided at 4K 60.
1: Don't and, and then and that's then not I, one. That's not going to be one GPU for a long time. <laughs>
0: Volta, come on, baby. We'll do it. <laughs> Still right? not going to do it. I'm just gonna right now, guys. Hashtag waiting for Volta. And then and then tweeted at me, and then <laughs> the uh, 1080 Ti just for.
1: came out. It's gonna be another year before the Volta. Yeah, it'll
0: out. be. Well, you know, no, we're probably only about. I'm gonna say we're probably about seven months away from the net from the next Nvidia line. And if, I think it, that's early. if it repeats last, if it repeats the last cycle then the 1080 Ti performance will be at the 1060, current 1060, or yeah, sorry. The 1080 Ti will be the next like 1160 or whatever they decide to call it. Right. Which means it, it could be in seven to 10 months. I don't know. I doubt it. I severely doubt it. The thing is, Pascal was quite a large leap. It wasn't a small leap. If you consider where like the 980 Ti was at, um
1: and we was, waited longer though like the 980 to 1080 was a longer time period than usual i didn't
0: feel like it was i'm trying to remember i didn't have the 980 ti more than a year before i got the 1080
1: yeah but you and then now you're on an xp
0: yeah the old
1: actually XP. are you on an x are you on an xp i'm or X you on pascal
0: a ti? I'm on the old XP. I'm on the one that's as powerful as a 1080 Ti. Ah.
1: Yeah. But as expensive as two two 1080s.
0: Yeah, but SLI never works, so that argument's bullshit anyway. (laughs) People always do that to me. I'm like, that's cool, man. I play every game when it comes out, so fuck SLI, because the last thing I want to do is troubleshoot fucking right. half an hour every time I try to get a game trying to get fucking SLI to work. Worst <laughs> investment ever. I did Crossfire. Remember why I did Crossfire? That was awful. <laughs> was terrible. All right. Threadripper adds 8 core variant. So this is interesting because the thing is is the 1800X, which is Ryzen, already has 8 cores. The argument that I'm going to pose here, because every time I get online, people are like, "Well, this is stupid. Why would you release an 1800 X on, you know, on Threadripper?" Well, the reasoning is because your Ryzen chipset has, I think, 20 PCI lanes, 16 undedicated, four dedicated. Uh, when you start talking about Threadripper, which is still rising, but when you're talking about Threadripper in particular, which is the X399 chipset, you're talking about uh, a crap ton more PCIe lanes, 64 lanes, which means that you're going to have a lot more usability for something that is an 8-core processor. I mean, if you're talking about an 8-core, 16-thread processor, unfortunately, you're really, unless you're a superpower user, you're not really even going to use that these days. So. If you are a power user, I feel like you're going to want to utilize things like more PCIe lanes, more just more I/O in general, more USB devices, more graphics cards, more.
1: I always wonder about that. It's I, I feel like the power users end up going and using more just raw horsepower because they're you know encoding video or in yeah, my but case, if you're, if you're encoding analyses, video, like you're not. You're not necessarily using a ton of I.O. You're using one I.O. really, really hard.
0: Not unless you actually are doing super hardcore GPU encoding, in which case that's where multi GPU becomes a factor in an argument. Running four multi GPUs for GPU encoding would require quite a bit quite a bit more PCIe lanes. And I've seen people do this. Gamers Nexus had a video where they were trying to hook up four GPUs just to encode some uh, encode some, some of their uh, graphics and such, right? So mm-hmm. there are power users that will use those PCIe lanes for those sorts of tasks. Now, if you are only, that's the thing though, how much stuff is
1: really CPU these days? uh
0: Com- a lot of the
1: stuff i do at work is but okay that's that's specific to me so the when you're talking finite about finite element analysis for the most part it's okay. gonna be extremely cpu uh hamstrung
0: so then something like this or something like ryzen would be advantageous for you provided it's not glitchy right or whatever yeah I don't but know. you also
1: have understand how like most of the uh business world works in and no i'm yeah. on windows 7 and windows 8 on my no, two yeah. work laptops and like because they just they wait three years to go and adopt the new technology to make sure that it's stable to make sure that it's everything works all the bugs are out that mm-hmm. it's not going to be there's not going to be down and we
0: and we work in i work in it and i deploy systems for your type of companies all the time and yeah we do the tried and true we usually are trying to cut costs so typically we're deploying into an already intel environment (laughs) which means if you're talking about enabling cpu features while doing the migration and keeping downtime to a minimum you're going to keep going with intel that's just the way that works so yeah no i completely understand where you're coming from don't say that to an Epic AMD fanboy who wants everybody to have Epic servers now. I did mention this. I was like, so how am I supposed to sell Epic to a client? And so I'm going to go in and I'm going to say, all right, so your Xeon servers are getting a little outdated, but instead of like, you know, getting the new Xeon and then rolling over and doing a slow migration, we just want to completely redo your infrastructure with an Epic an Epic processor <laughs> Featuring Infinity Fabric. Featuring Infinity Fabric. I was like, I can't even not giggle trying to pitch that to someone. As soon as I say epic, no, with a Y.
1: (laughs) But it has epic performance. Wait, you mean epic with a Y? No, with an I this time. With an I this time. I was like,
0: pitching that seems a little hard for like a business environment sales. Like they should have rethought that naming. Because uh, as soon as Intel came out and said, desktop, like uh, glued together desktop dies, and then they had to name it something silly like Epic, I mean, it's hard to argue with. As stupid as that slide was, and as inaccurate as it was from Intel, as soon as you back that up with, no, it's Epic, it's kind of hard to argue when you're, <laughs> when you're trying to be serious, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Have me, you actually seen like
1: how big those dies are
0: oh well and so is the x299 uh, from intel they're all getting massive yeah and uh i should get some into the we are going to be deploying some some of the new optor or opteron systems but uh, we'll be deploying epic uh, probably next year but i will why? get to see why it. well for new so they are cheaper they're incredibly cheaper and for smaller uh for smaller clients that only need like basic services like domain services and such that are new like new companies you're just going to go with what's cheaper so that is where they will have their
1: niche and they will get deployed um but then as soon as that company gets bought out by a bigger company which is like the name of the game and has been the name of the game for the past like 40 years they'll get rolled over to intel
0: yeah i mean at that point (laughs) at that point usually those things are either and a lot of those people buy that shit on lease yeah that stuff ends up just getting shipped back to like hp or whatever um it just depends i mean where where amd has the strong push is going to be china since they cut the deal to do all the government servers they should be able to get enough money out of that deal to get enough r&d to maybe be relevant in data center Um, I think they're they're already very relevant in data center, if not the king of GPU market in data center. I don't know very many uh, cloud or VDI uh, deployments or uh, just in general, uh, anything like what what you do where people aren't running AMD, uh, for the most part, like the WX cards and stuff like that. I think you even run AMD, right? i both.
1: Um, okay I have two I have two work laptops and one is uh, and the what the fire pro and yeah. the other one's a quadro so. but
0: you guys don't do any uh, VDI stuff yet though like you don't do any thin client
1: to remote like uh, I'm, I'm getting upgraded to that this week actually so oh, okay. uh, re- remote client client uh, fea solving so none of the solving will be done on my machine it'll be done by Every, you know, everything's whatever.
0: going that route we've been moving everybody there that yeah. i love no, that it makes more though. sense yeah like, it, it's you cheaper. can
1: go and spend you know nine hundred dollars on each individual user's laptop and then yeah. spend you know well i grand say... on a gigantic ass server that can go and handle everything and whenever they need to do even even for 3d modeling that you can go and offload a lot of the um Graphics to go mm-hmm. and make it such yep. that you know they don't have to have a high-powered desktop.
0: And my my favorite thing about the uh, the event for AMD last night, the Capsian event, was actually none of the Threadripper or anything. I did want to mention this. They had this thing called Project Forty Seven, which was a petabyte uh, rack with enough I/O with, with a petabyte. So an FIO though to essentially run twelve hundred and eighty uh, remote VDI sessions for uh, for like what you guys do. So for like medium sized businesses, that, dude, that's fucking sick, dude. That's badass. So I was I was that was the most exciting thing to me, and it was called uh, Project Forty Seven. I'll probably add it to the show notes. Um, but essentially, yeah, it's a. Um, a one, petafly, one petaflop uh, project that can run 1,280 uh, remote uh, sessions at a single time um, for uh, GPU-based render, which is cool. I mean that to me, that's that stuff's way cooler than than just a uh, a, a Ryzen CPU or a Vega GPU. But that wraps that up. <laughs> We nerded out on tech this week, slang. We, we actually talked about tech. So, hope you guys hope the you guys enjoyed that. We typically talk about video games though. So, don't get uh
1: don't get used to it. Don't get used to it. All right? <laughs> I had as much input as I could. I think you're I relatively know what's going on. I no, I I, like I to, enjoy
0: I enjoy your input because what I do for for a living is usually for people to help people like you do what you do for a living right so i find it like interesting um that getting Just, the insight from both sides right right
1: um it's cool game releases this week tacoma xbox one and pc
0: They're yeah coming so. out august
1: 2nd it's kind of weird it's wednesday
0: it is a Wednesday, and it looks really... I don't know what kind of game it is, really. Like, there's a pool table, and I was like, is this a pool game? It better not be, when I first, like, looked at it. Um, it looks like it's a space game. It looks like it is a zero-gravity game, and...
1: It's kind of hard to, like, from the video, it's hard to figure out like, what Like, I feel is. It's like, like it's
0: an exploration game that might be one of those VR titles. But I'm not even... It's not a VR
1: title, right? Yeah. So, I, I don't see that it's a VR title. It doesn't have any, like, links to the yeah. Vive or the Oculus Rift or anything like that. But nope. it, it has, like, these really badly... And I don't know if it's just, like, they didn't have the budget to go and render actual human forms. So they have, like, color blobs that, like, relatively look like it's humans. It's like
0: the, this is artistic, but really it was on a budget. <laughs> like, yeah, um, um, yeah.
1: And some of the blobs are fat and some of the blobs but, are skinny. Yeah, see, though, like, that's
0: what's weird is it does look like the textures are relatively good. Like, they seem like relatively high-res textures.
1: Yeah. But it, it looks like it's an exploration game. It looks like you're trying to figure out something that's going on on the spaceship that you're on or the mm-hmm. space station or whatever it is. And you're trying to go in and, and fix it.
0: Yes, sir. The next game is Hellblade. Uh, se- What? Semuas? Or I,
1: I probably I need to go back here. <laughs> Semuas? I couldn't even figure it out. Senua's Sacrifice? Senua's Sacrifice. Senua it looks sac- like a Dark Souls ripoff if I've ever seen one.
0: Yeah. Um, who did it? So Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory? Who did Heavenly Sword 2, Enslaved 2, and DMC 2. So those aren't bad games. Those are pretty good titles. Um, this looks like a... To me, though, this looks like a hold me over for whatever their big next big title is going to be. If that makes sense, you know how studios mm. will do that sometimes, like a like a quickie. Yeah, like here you go, we'll give you something. We didn't really spend <laughs> a lot of time on it, but right. Um, I don't know if that's the case. I should say that I'm not positive that that's the case, but Ninja Theory is good. I will say the CGI looks good. So that's a positive.
1: No, the graphics look really good.
0: Um, I don't know if I agree on the dark. I can't find any gameplay on this. For really? Yeah, okay, I see some. To me, it looks more like what was that game on Xbox One title release?
1: Uh, uh, the Rome one. Oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I know what you're talking about, though.
0: Because to me, it looks like it has some, what do you call those? Uh,
1: quick time events? events? Quick time events?
0: Yeah, it looks like it has quick time events. I don't
1: know. It, it I should like probably, it's like probably buy it Skark and Souls. try
0: it. It said, oh, they actually did DMC, which I love DMC. But this doesn't look like a DMC type game. This does not look no. like a combo heavy action title. No. S- fighter title. This looks like a To me it looks like QuickTime event just masked with like the UI missing or something. Maybe, maybe. I'm maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to play it. I'll I'll have to play it. You'll August play it. August eighth, though, which is uh What is that? That's a uh, oh, that's next Tuesday. Well, we early announced it. Fuck it. (laughs) Good work. Yeah, my bad.
1: There was nothing this week. Then I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck Tacoma is.
0: (laughs) It's a exploration
1: space. Tacoma is a theatrical take on (laughs) sci-fi games from the creators of Gone Home. It's well, from the creators of Gone Home. You liked that game.
0: Um, I thought... It, no, I thought it was interesting. But I beat it in You 20, loved that game. I beat it in like 27 minutes or some shit. And then like you beat it in like... No. Wasn't Tacoma the one where you found out she was a lesbian and killed herself? Or no, that said, was Gone Home. Or Gone Home.
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't know if she killed herself. I thought that was... I Up thought you the... came
0: home to not find them, and then, yeah. Hmm. I can't remember. I think that's that's about what it was. It was an interesting game, but it wasn't a game. So, I don't think that Tacoma is going to be really a game. Sounds like an experience
1: yeah it, it sounds like they they tell a story in tacoma and you kind of have to like realize yeah you can explore the universe and figure out what happened in the story but it's not really a game per se
0: yeah
1: it's a interactive experience Ooh, that yeah.
0: sounds fantastic well i think what we're gonna do then on that note is wrap up this podcast because i have an hour to put it up I'm going to sync the audio to whatever our good, fantastic audio is and then get it uploaded for everyone. How's that sound?
1: That sounds awesome.
0: Thanks for doing the show, Slang. I'll see you next week. And thanks for watching, guys, and listening. So there you go. Be sure to rate, like, comment, subscribe, interact, share the damn thing.
1: Come on. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. Peace out.